tonight on Eureka Cast Now. <coughs> what is truth? Long a question of philosophy. Tonight we unveil a scientific answer. The best part? You can help from anywhere using your smartphone. The following program is an artistic work of fiction and falsehood. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the broadcasters or the management thereof. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, I'm glad you're here. My name is Professor Rowan Meadowark, PhD, and I'm an adjunct professor here in lightworking at the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science. Welcome to Simon Amy's Eureka Cast Now, where science meets technology meets you. Joining me as always is media disruption developer Kai Hubris. I'm joining I'm joining you, Rowan, and I'm joining you as a new as a new person, as a new man, cuz I'm uh, I decided to pull uh, sort of a try guys here. Uh, to this past week. Well, um, for context, who are the try guys? Uh, they're just some guys. They try things. And as you know, Rowan, I'm a guy. I'm a proud guy. On the internet. On the internet. Trying things. And I decided to start trying things, yes. Uh, people are ta- people cannot stop talking about these try guys. So I decided, hey, I might as well get in on, get in on this. Hashtag try guys. Hashtag I'm trying the guys. What have you tried recently? Oh, all sorts of things. I've tried, um, I've tried, uh, Peanut butter. Yeah. I've tried uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. New album. Right. I've tried the I've tried the color yellow. It's not something I've used a lot. Well, but that, I'm trying. It. it sounds like you've been quite busy. Um, I I uh, applaud you in um, trying new things. I th- maybe maybe not. So new, I don't know. Um, but in any case, change is often instrumental to finding truth. The truth is not necessarily a static thing. What do you say? You know, in terms of trying to, I think that's what science tells us is that is that truth is not a a, a solid thing. It comes from changing. It comes sure. from changes. I think I it's think, constantly changing all the time. I think that being a try, it's very important as a try guy to keep trying things and when they change we try them again yep and that's an v- extremely elegant segue into what we'll be talking about today which is, is truth today's truth. subject is truth our, our topic today is truth it is a big one considering that theoretically everything every every show at its heart was about truth because we were never being dishonest right but we're we're here to discuss the sort of the ontological concept of truth and mm-hmm. and the thing about uh that is that when you really take a step back when you use your analytical mind, when you use your sort of your the empirical frameworks, determining what truth is 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 purely academic. It's actually quite simple. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the simplest thing in the world. So, so simple. Th- that's why we're confident that we can fit truth into two parts, and this will be a two-parter. It's, this is truth part one. Yes, the truths we know. So that, yeah, so this is the thing. There, truth part one. It's, we're not going to get to all of it. There's a lot of truth to cover. We need one more episode, and then we and then we'll have covered it all. I, th- I think that's fair to say, but that will not be next episode. For next episode, uh, we will have a next episode. Uh, it's I, it's it's the spooky time of year, it so is, it's a spooky episode. It is, and we are this going is to Halloween. Playing, this is Halloween. Um, Kai is um, delightfully volunteered to do an a, um, a pre-recorded little let's play that we will be playing. I don't on remember Halloween. doing it delightfully. It was great. We ran a new module of mm-hmm. Legend of the Overrun that I've penned myself. I sort of took off my fantasy cap, perhaps a jester's cap, you might imagine, with little uh-huh. bells. Um, and I put on my horror writer's cap, um, which probably has a plume of some sort, um, maybe a tricorn. In any case, there's some spooks. There's some scares. Some specters. Um, oh, uh, hey, don't spoil anything about the specters. Possibly goblins and both. Uh, hey, all right, we're getting the spoiler territory. The point is, um, we will not be doing a live show, but we will have an exciting excerpts from an exciting adventure that we had in the Talos realm. Um, yeah. And Kai, Kai loved it. Kai loved every second of it. 
And I'm 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 sure he's as excited as I am to to bring this to you to bring to, I this honestly, to you the listener. I honestly cannot remember what happened. Well, in any case, um, we are talking about truth. We are talking about truth, and 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 Kai and the I actually we know the truth. We know, and if we know anything, it is through the idea of study mm-hmm. through reviews through journals um through the academy the academy in and of itself is supposed to be a rectory of truth it's supposed to be a place where truth is determined and honed and archived um, right if we're talking about truth it's we'd be remiss not to talk about what truth is as you said uh uh philosophically and and ultimately over time that has come down to the concept of empiricism, or how we study things in order to learn things. And that has been the backbone of truth for a very long time. So one of the things we're going to be talking about specifically in the truth as what we know is how we study things. And of course, always coming back to what I love, how we make studying things better. And 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 for once, Kai, I think that I, I think that there's something to be said for what we're going to be talking about just mm-hmm. now. Um as we'll discuss later, I the even future. I even helped participate a little bit in this. You I did. don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Not just not just thirty minutes ago, did you submit? We'll we'll talk about it, but, but you are an active participant in in the future. And and the exciting thing is too is that the listener can also be an active part of this as the well. The listener can in uh, in any they they could be part of the entire process. They could be providing the data. They could be collecting the data they could be synthesizing the data and they can be criticizing the data uh, and those are honestly pretty much um, all of the parts of the dialectic all, all, well, all they all could be using the data yeah all, all four or five of them yeah but um, and uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and cut over uh, real quick um, to this little presentation we have we have mocked up or I should could, say that you brought here Kai right because this is the thing we could talk about you know I F and I F and L L S I love science. We could talk about science F yeah, science S yeah, science H yeah. We could talk about science and how how much we F and L it. And um, but the thing is, when we, it comes down to science, sometimes science can be a headache. Sometimes science can be a pain. And primarily, that comes down to scientific publications. Where does all this science come come to, come down to? It comes down to people. You know, they're they're closed up. They're writing really long papers that probably nobody's even even ever gonna uh, do more than read the abstract for, and they gotta get this thing into a big book. If it's not in the big book, then nobody's gonna think it's true, right? And even the big book, as you hinted at, is only being picked over by. Um, and forgive me to my colleagues, I am a part of what I'm describing, but uh-huh. only by the most um, sort of decrepit, um, uh, limp-wristed individuals. Frankly, um, th- those are the only individuals that pick through this. And what is the point of truth and discovery and understanding of the universe and uh, perhaps the multiverse, even? If it is not in the hands of those, the bulk of people who make up the universe, the multiverse, humans, entities, animals, fungi, etc. Sure, yeah. Let's, um, and let's focus on humans for the time being. But uh, so that's why I, it's so exciting um, to to be to be talking about the future of science publication, right. what we have here today. Yeah. So as you said, it's historically been such a such an insular thing. These scientific publications. We talk a lot about citizen scientists. I consider myself a citizen scientist. I consider you, listener, just by being curious and listening to this program, you are a citizen scientist yourself. Um, but unfortunately, just because you're a citizen scientist, just because you put on your citizen science hat and you wear your badge that says, I am a citizen scientist, ask me about anything and I'll give you an answer, uh, it doesn't mean that the journals are going to accept your work because you're not part of their exclusive club. But as we can see with this slide, citizen scientists know that truth is all around us, right? And, just and, waiting to be published. And just waiting to be published, be waiting to be touched, to be experienced, to um, be uh, fully uh, understood and, um, of course. We and, could and see experienced. A, we could see a citizen scientist, uh, citizen scientist in the lab right here. You know, nature's lab, Gaia's lab. Right, and he's, he's using man's sensor, the hand. And where would this Man's information? Telescope. And normally, this information would just go into the mist. It would just disappear entirely. Look at how. I mean, look at his face. He is super excited about this. 
So citizen scientists, they they touch that moss, but guess what? Touching that moss, they try to submit paper, the feeling of moss against hand, uh, feeling of moss against hand uh, to nature or whatever. The people immediately you would, denied. You think that would be the most interested in knowing how moss feels? Right, right. So let's see if you wanted to share that truth. Uh, where would we want to share? We want to share it in the New England Journal of Medicine, in Nature, in Science, in PLOS One, in The Lancet, in computer, uh, Computers and Human Behavior, the Journal of High Energy Physics. We want to share it there. Well, what's waiting for us? At the gates of these papers to get our hand-touching moss paper into those papers? What's waiting at the gates? What is it, Kai? We see on this next slide. A, a bunch gauntlet. of guys with swords. A gauntlet, a, an absolute gauntlet of uh, people. Of peer reviewers. Right. This is the thing. These are the people that are keeping your perfectly good paper, your perfectly good moss paper, out of this, out of these, these quote-unquote reputable journals. It's a problem. It's an issue. It's, it's frankly, as you can see from the, this, next, uh, this next slide, it's kind of sus. If we're going to use the the, the the terminology of the citizen scientists, well, well out there. and as as I had mentioned too, with the those who would be uh, thumbing through these papers, these are the same individuals that are acting as uh, gatekeepers, as gauntlets, as girl bosses. As time goes on, and gaslighters, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's the same decrepit effet individuals who are reading nature plus one the new england uh, journal of medicine and that is to say people who um are the least prepared to go out there and um and actually touch the moss touch the moss exactly and they're they're saying hey you know what hey 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 moss doesn't feel like that I felt moss before, maybe twenty years ago. Didn't doesn't feel like that. Um, but I'm the citizen scientist out there. I'm touching the moss. I'm saying like I'm saying here, man, this moss, I'm feeling it. This is how it feels. Um, there's so many Monday night field scientists out there in the um in the in, in the academy. And that's just were. moss. That's just moss. We're not even talking about particle physics or kitchen science or slime. Or oozes for that matter. Or oozes, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think I think uh, 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 we have we have a uh, uh, David we have a, a quote here by a, an individual. Um, this quote: "Every last peer reviewer deserves the death penalty." And I think this is this is really aptly summed up that even scientists such as David Andrew Sinclair, uh, famous Australian and also a Harvard biologist, he said this. Uh, he said this word for word. And, and he he believes it, and that just shows that scientists also hate this. Well, you know what? And I know a lot of individuals that, um, my, honestly, at times myself included, who have this um, this this feeling that rises in themselves uh, time and again. Once those reviewers get to it, all you want, you know, quote unquote um, peers. Speaking from personal experience, all. Um, you want to do as an as a uh, an, an individual looking through the mind, uh, using their mind um, to uh, question the world. You know, adding uh, rooms and accoutrements to their mind palace. The last thing you need is someone getting in there and and you know pr pr you know metaphorically leaving a um, half filled beard can on the lanai of your Laplace transformations. You know, you mm -hmm. don't need these other people entering entering into um, your, what you're trying to do um, and trying to convey and muddying it up with what they want to do and what they want to convey. Right. Um, so we've all felt like this. All of us who, who are um, in, uh, you know, in academics have felt of this way one time or another. But it's, I'm, really, I'm really glad and proud that David Andrew Sinclair, with his wryish smile there, finally you know, grew, uh, grew the the mindset to finally say it every last peer reviewer deserves the death penalty it's a and strong said that it's a strong opinion but i think it has some merit so what did we get what did we get with all of this we have these peer reviewers they got baseball bats they got swords they have uh fire chainsaws negativity they have um nitpicks they have pedantry um, uh -huh. they, they have, um, no shortage. Poison uh, darts. Exactly. All sorts of things that would, um, that really saps the, the joy that lies at the heart of, of, uh, academic, uh, publication. They have, uh, they have 
Sar- Saruman in his in their pocket. I don't, I I don't. So what do we get with all of this when we're gatekeeping the truth like this? Well, we get here. We see we have these publications, these journals. We have Nature. We have Plus One. We have Plus Two. We have all the other pluses. And what do we see? Trash. Trash. Absolute trash. Put it here. It's garbage. Go to the journals in your library. Every library has those dusty books. It's guess what? It's a trash can. Might as well put your banana peels there. And, and you Might know, as well turn it into a worm farm. Well, and you know what? I don't necessarily um, completely agree with that severe of an assessment, but I do appreciate that it's being said. I do, I do appreciate that has been said. So, so what's the solution, Kai? What are we? Um, I mean, I know the solution. You know the solution. What do we have? We, we have the solution. The solution is Pirango. Pirango is a new application. It's a new uh, online digital application. And the goal is to make the peer review process, to make the gathering of truth, the scientific process, the publication uh, of research process easier, more straightforward, better. And we are doing this. This is uh, something that was developed by by uh, by Tech Brothers New Media Labs, where I, where I currently host my feet, where my feet currently are, right? Where I live, uh, we are we are doing this using four pillars. And uh, this first one we have right here, just I just pulled it up because um, I'm just so eager to get to this. Uh-huh. Democratizing reviews, democratizing Dem- your reviews. Yes, uh, putting truly peer review, true true peers. Um, once again, the, the the corpses that the walking corpses that inhabit um, academia on every level. I don't um, know them. I've never met them. I, I, neither have I. I wouldn't let them into my home. I mean, you know, I have, I have, um, but you know, I, I, you know, with the spirit sciences, it's a little bit more of a lively crowd, a little more juicy. Well, if I do let them into my home, I'm gonna be give. I'm not gonna be very nice. I'm gonna be giving them like the. The eye. Well, it's just exactly. I will not offer them a drink. Um, and and frankly, you know, as a scientist, you are supposed to be a communicator for scientific ideals. Uh-huh. So it's not the, the, the your peers as you might see walking down the hall in the paleobotany segment of your local institution. It's your peers waiting in line at the wine bar. It's your peers who are, you know, sort of just trudging down the street as you look down at them from your second floor uh, balcony. So this is a peer peer review battle royale. We drop your paper into a tank, your hungriest peers, and they really, they have at it. Uh, the next one, of course, is Rowan. You want to read that one? Yeah, journal submission optimization. Journal uh, submission optimization. Uh, why, why don't you go ahead and dive into that a little bit, Kai? Because this is this is your realm. Yeah. So what do you got to do? Usually, you got to submit your paper. You got to go up to Nature. Go up to the Lancet. You got to say, "Hey, I want my paper in there." But what if they say no? It's like it's like college uh, applications all over again. Here, we use data to decide where your paper should go, and we send it out almost guaranteeing publication in at least one of those papers. So journal submission optimization. We figure out what your paper's about, and we send it where it needs to be. And it's truly not um, that different than uh, present conventions in a lot of ways, frankly. But where ours are better. A little more tactical, a little more well thought out. Um, The third principle, now... um, Harness the power of AI. I right. was a little skeptical on this when you first explained it to me, but I, I think I think you you articulated it quite well. Right. So so let's say you know if you're if you're new to the game, there are just going to be some issues with your paper. Why waste people's eyes on those when a robot could just come in and make recommendations for t- fixing your data presentations, your syntax, uh, your meaning just automatically. They could come in and just say, hey, I see your graph has this data. Uh, Why don't you use this data instead? Or maybe there's a missing semicolon. Or maybe the graph is upside down and the robot can just say, hey, hey, I got you, buddy. I mean, many people use ReferenceBot already to make their bibliographies. Um, This is simply uh, another step uh, It's another extension. Um, And finally, this would, I thought, was the, um, uh, the most... I, once again, I was skeptical at first, uh-huh. but the idea of a leaderboard, enhanced right. statistics Stats and leaderboards. leaderboards. Yes. Uh, so we are we are using peer points uh, for submissions. So every time you peer review, you get some peer points. Every time you peer review a reproduction study, a study that is already a study that has been done, 
but it is a, a you know a reproduction of a, of a previous one. Obviously, reproducibility is important to science. So being able to reproduce studies is something that we you get points if you reproduce a study. You get peer points if you peer review a reproduced study. Uh, and then you know. It's it's a re- it's a real motivator. Then you can use those peer points to buy new skins, right? So, and I mean, this is really only a logical extension of the H index, which we're seeing, um, you know, throughout right. uh, academia. And, and the real issue is, you just can't use those H index points to buy new skins or awesome new weapons. Sure. Um, so so let's uh, let's talk about the how it works section. Yeah. Where, um, right. I could talk about this. Honestly, we might have to make truth a three parter so we can spend two episodes talking about Pirango. But, That's t- but, it's, but the thing is, Pirango, it's so easy to get through. It's pretty simple. Four steps. Four steps. So submit, step one. Submit your paper. Submit your paper to Pirango. Right. Step two. Wait a few. And you've just done this. We'll mm-hmm. talk about this, but you've done this not an hour ago. No, and and um, that'll be an ex- very exciting. Yeah. Very excited for the second part of this program. Step two: almost immediately, you start receiving high quality, uh, high quantity and quality feedback from an army of your closest peers. I, I've been getting. I've been getting. Di- I've had to put my my phone on silent uh-huh. um, because of all the dings that I'm getting right, right now. A lot of dings. Step three: once you get that feedback, auto revise. You just press auto revise. It takes all that. All that, uh, all those recommendations, and it applies them to your paper. You don't even have to touch it. You need to fix that paper. The robot will do that for you. And and step four. Step four is of course get published instantly. Watch watch your paper materialize within the Lancet. Well, uh, that's that's um. It's it sounds that's too. That's a guarantee. That's it, pure, the Pirango guarantee. And 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 I will admit it um, to the listener. Um, you know, uh, probably a grad student or um, maybe a someone looking for tenure. This probably sounds too good to be true. And I thought that it was good too good to be true as well. But I wanted to um, show some interesting examples that I found. Some top rated. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Where Pirango. Pierogies. What is a pierogi? So this is a fun term. If you're gaining peer points, you become a pierogi. That's what we call all the users. Rowan, right now you're a pierogi. I'm, you're a, a, bar, a budgeting, a badgeting new pierogi. Well, dip me in mayo and serve me right up. So let's look at um. Per, uh, so per, uh, Pirango offers a painless and streamlined pathway uh, to get your to get your data to get your information into into your favorite journals and be boasting 90% success rate. If you if you if you're a pierogi and you put your 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 paper into into Pirango, even 90% chance, 9 times out of 10 you will get into a leading journal. And we see this, we have the data to back that up. This is a paper in itself because we have the data. This visualization here, which you're about to see, shows the top 10 most common reputable academic journals our pierogies have been accepted to over the past 6 months. So as you can see, large sample size. Obviously, we've been in beta for some of this time, so not as much as as you know one would hope. But you can see the examples. So these are the top. We 10. got the BMJ. The BMJ, the the uh, American Economic Journal. Environmental Science. FFXIV. Nature, really? Yeah, nature. The nature. The nature. I triple E, of course. Plus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Not quite. To be fair, not quite as. Uh, um, uh, uh, well known as plus one, mm-hmm. but uh, brain stuff. David Ike's truth space, mm-hmm. and then finally the leading one is the Italian BMT. So some very reputable journals. It, it, it's so um, and it's really exciting. And and um, I did get a little ahead of myself earlier, um, but I am just so chomping at the bit to get mm. to it. But unfortunately, we are halfway through the um, the the show. We're halfway through the program, so we're going to come back to some example publications and get to my publication mm-hmm. as well. Which is as as you said, it's dinging up new peer reviews as we speak. Um, but um, first, we need to. Uh, do our uh, data dunk. We have a data dunk. We got to do our data dunk. And um, this is a painless data dunk. It's for all the coffee lovers out there. As you as you know, data dunk is a something that we do with the Chicago Body Project in order to collect data. One of the grantees of this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they make this pro- this program possible uh, to collect data for some of our uh, for for them to conduct their important work. 
Right, and and so um, all we're going to need you to do for this data dunk is just is just, just listen, just listen, Sit just back, listen. listen, and let the mind do what it does. Attention, coffee lovers! There's a revolution coming your way. Coffee has been a popular drink since who knows when, but have you ever thought about how much time people spend making their morning cuppa? <laughs> All right, that's another successful data dunk. Thanks, okay, we everybody. got it. We got it. And and you know what? The um, important thing, too, is to consider with just that 10 seconds there, that 30 seconds that we just spent, that's important data that you have contributed. And yeah. um, So thanks. Rest, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. But <clears throat> that is um, not all we have for our second or, or excuse me for our mid part of the show in fact we do have a uh mid show midterm but a different sort of mid show midterm um mm-hmm. not the kind of mid show midterm that we've done in the past um why don't you um lead us in with this a little bit kai while i get it pulled up sure Rowan. so this is uh this is actually a psychological study that we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about so Science, it can come from what we typically do is a multiple choice question to get you thinking. But this one is, is actually something where we're going to read you a little bit of a question. We're going to make it into a game. And how you answer that question is going to determine whether or not you are clinically, and any psychologist will say this is true, you are clinically a psychopath, um, empathyless, and- a monster, an American psycho. And more specifically, specifically this study, um, which um, it's based off of a study that came out um, uh, uh, relatively recently, and it's a journal that that escapes my my name. I believe it's Cosmopolitan. Uh, Yes, Cosmopolitan, the uh, the journal. Um, And this is actually how a psychological test tell if you're a psychopath, or more importantly for what we're doing tonight, Uh a liar. A liar, Because psychopaths are known liars. Uh So why don't we go ahead and and read this story? A non-truth teller. Yeah, why don't we go ahead and, and you read this this uh this story for us kai you want me to read it go ahead and, and read this 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 test and um based on your answer and you'll have a full 10 minutes or so to think this through think it up. don't cheat do not cheat don't go to google uh academics google pubs and look up this study okay so uh go ahead uh, uh, kai right. let's uh, <clears throat> let's hear it while at a funeral of her own Mother, wait. So let me let me start over. This is a story about a uh, a girl, and again, this is a psychological test. While at the funeral of her own mother, this girl is at the funeral of her own mother. Uh, this girl meets a guy whom she does not know, has never met before, but she thought this guy was so amazing, and so much her dream guy, that she fell in love with him. Instantly, then and there. All right, so this happens. A few days pass, and this girl ends up killing her own sister for some reason. So this girl kills her own sister. The question is, and this will determine whether or not you are a psychopath. And a liar. And a liar. What is her motivation for killing her sister, based on all this information you have? Yeah, and when we return, we will... um give you the answer and you will have to reckon with what you learn about yourself or if you're listening with a friend or loved one um what they might be what they might be that you might not even know about mm-hmm. in any case uh we're going to take a short break uh maybe five ten minutes and uh when we return some examples from pirango of their uh great, top, the great studies that have come out top scoring submissions and my very own Submission, how we got the response is that. Mm-hmm. So please stay tuned. Stay tuned. And we are back. We're back. Uh, welcome back, citizen scientists. Hopefully you got to thinking about this liar psychopath test. Right. And so... This was originally published in the uh, one of the leading um, psychology magazines out there, Cosmopolitan, on their website anyway. Cosmopolitan UK. Um, from um, E. Scott uh, et al., presumably. And <clears throat> what this is, is this is a uh, 
psychological test, a, um, by all accounts, legitimately psychological test. I don't even know what you need to say by all accounts. It's true. Used uh, to, um, in, in the determination of whether or not someone is a liar and a psychopath. It's still used today. Uh, liar probably being the big circle and psychopath being a smaller circle embedded within liars. Sure. Uh, but uh, why don't we, um, the, the whole idea is, is we presented this situation that you can read here, and Kai will read back to us shortly. And, I will um, read it back? I guess I could read it back. Okay. Um, that I will read to you shortly. And if you get the correct, and I say correct in quotes here, answer, it is indicative that you are, in fact, a liar and psychopath. And there's no two ways about it. So the situation is that there is a girl. And while at the funeral of her own mother, she meets a guy whom she did not know. She thinks this guy is amazing. Amazeballs. So much her dream guy. She believes him to be that she fell in love, love with him then and there. A few days later, the girl killed her own sister. And the question is, why did the girl kill her sister? And Kai and I have not discussed this uh -huh. um, at all during the program. We've sat and thought to ourselves. And I, I don't know the answer to this. Do you know the answer to this, presumably, Kai? Well, I could take a guess. This is the thing. you got to take a guess. Okay. Um, well, I guess I will say that I think that she killed her own sister um, because they were identical twins. And there was a, uh, a love triangle. Oh, that's a good guess. Nice guess. What'd you guess, Kai? You want to know what I guess? Yeah. Okay, so I've given this a lot of thought. It all started back in 1973. This is at Six Flags Great America. In line for the American Eagle, the, one of the largest wooden roller coasters in the world. There was the boy who was strapping them in, her next to her sister. He said, have a good ride. But at the last second, the girl pushed her sister out of the out of out of, out out made way for her friend Kim who for some reason came along. I don't know why she came along. And you and this girl wasn't able to go on the American the American Eagle. Right. So the answer is if you're a psychopath is that uh she was hoping the guy would come to to her sister's funeral. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you if you got that right, then uh, congratulations, you uh, are a liar and a psychopath. Well, and and uh, you know uh, this is the kind of thing where you have to make peace with your own decisions, your own answers. Yeah, it's this is now your struggle. This is your battle. And I'm sorry that if it if this is the way in which you learned this news, but mm -hmm. um, once again, Scott. E. Scott at all from thank, Cosmopolitan. Thank them. Send them a letter. Uh, but so we, what were we, what were we talking about before the break, Kai? Just to ca get, catch anyone up who showed in a little late. We were talking about Pongo or P Pirango. You're not Pirango. Pirango, which is a new application that streamlines and democratizes the way that we peer review and accept publications into all major journals. If you have a, a if you are a citizen scientist. And you have a, a, a publication, a paper, that you want to get into a major journal. All you have to do is submit it to Pirango, and then dozens, hundreds of your closest peers will peer review it, put their suggestions. We can use AI to fix whatever whatever's wrong with your paper, and then we'll submit it to any any one of the major publications, such as The Lancet and the Italian BMT. And, and, and you know, uh, the thing to consider, too, is that these are your true peers, these this are is the guy next not. Door. Yeah, these are not the. Uh, this is the used This word before the the. Um, uh, I'll try not to use this word. The desiccated husks of the academy who proclaim to be the your peers. Um, the the uh, the mummies. Um, with no offense to anyone that I work with. Um, I mean, yeah, because th at this point, th that would be the mummies meeting Abbott and Costello, the two citizen scientists, the tenured ghouls, perhaps. Um, the the jackalant. These are heads. normal people. These are your normal, your normal average citizen scientists out there who can give you the feedback uh, that uh, only the common salt of the earth individual could. The leprechaun. And you and, and you too, um, listener, could be a My part players. of uh, this 
excavation of truth, and that is what this show is about today, and that is truth, mm-hmm. truth if, part one. This is truth part one. If you are a citizen, citizen scientist out there, if you're making your own way, learning your own truth, you can sub- not only submit your own paper to Pirango, but you can go on Pirango and start gaining peer points by reviewing other people's submissions. And, and so what we want to move on to now, and bef- we had to cut off a little bit early, are some example publications from the website. Mm-hmm. So then these are the top ranked submissions as of 10-22-2022. Today. Which is the date that today when this was broadcasting. So these are probably going to, these are going to be like our natures. These are going to nature. These are going to IEEE. These are going to wherever. Uh, uh, FFXIV. FFXIV, yes. Um, so uh, some real classic. Um, uh, let's go ahead and. Uh, yeah, um, let's go through these. Right, let's go. Let's so there's um, oligosaccharide kinetics and acetone acetonitrile biphasic solutions from P. Carruthers et al. Um, sounds, sounds like a page turner. Uh, sitting at uh, what's that rating there? That rating is uh, so you can do yeah you can do it as whole points or you can do it as percentages. Uh, Three point seven five out of five rating with a uh, hundred and thirty four reviews. Uh, then we have pesticide residue HPLC slash MS dash MS procedures for analysis of Montana mama turnip uh, varietal uh, varietal varietal by S lupus. G. Hartfield et al. Oh, S. Lumpus. S. I actually Lumpus. do know Dr. Lumpus. You know Dr. Um, Dr. Lumpus? I do know Dr. Lumpus. You know about Ma- Montana Mama? It's tasty turnip. <laughs> well, yeah, what's the score with that one? 4.1 stars with 231 reviews. Awesome. And uh, I think this was kind of the crown, the crown um, of these, or at the least the, the one that caught me here. And that is nervous response in the common hagfish to progressive rock, uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer's Tarkus <laughs> cycle for uh, by H ears for eyes at all. Um, and this is rated certified publishable TM with uh, ninety eight review with uh, ninety eight reviews. Yeah, and you know I happen to have read through these papers, and mm-hmm. I for one thought that especially with uh, regards to. Um, uh, S. Lumpus's paper uh-huh. that Lumpus. it might be a little dry for the uh, the average citizen. Gotta scientist. spice it up. But there were some some true chromatography whizzes, some mass spec whizzes who came out of the uh, the woodwork to offer their advice um, and their methodologies, uh-huh. and um, ultimately they took those uh, those uh, ideas into stride. Um, also, some turnip experts, and uh, and and it got up to a four point one. I've been following this for a while i like i said i absolutely love this um i mean i can't give quant quant uh qualitative um statements for a product or service um but uh but uh, but, but uh, rowan stands this um we could I, I don't think that's a qualitative statement i think we could we could go with that um that that's not like a that's not like a that's not like a racist thing is it it's one of those internet in- racist things is it not yet Okay, awesome. Yes, I do stand Pirango. Um, so uh, now uh, we've talked about some of these success stories, mm-hmm. and I mean I don't want to get ahead of myself, but but, uh, but you published, uh, you decided to submit your own, uh, my bit own, of a doozy, um, a little bit. It might be a little bit of a uh, um, you know a success story in its own right. Um, so you submitted a, a paper, not not but like I said, uh, a little over an hour ago. Uh, what was the title of that paper, Rowan? Um, that was, of course, a um, something I've been working o- alongside the uh, mycological department of the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science. Mm-hmm. I have been working with the thaumaturges um, at, uh, with a num- a variety of different religious institutions, um, both organized and uh, shamanistic in origin. Um, and that has, of course, been my work in analytics of Amanita muscaria extracts for communication with the shadow people. And uh, specifically, this project began out of a um, a desire to make contact with the Hat Man, um, who is uh, an entity that we often see mm-hmm. um, in various uh, spaces when we're doing this sort of psycho not work. Some of this mm-hmm. um, psycho uh, uh, surgical applications as well. Um, and uh, you you have uh, we yeah, submitted so this an hour ago. We've generated. I've generated a, a review. We've we've put the we've put the the brakes on it. I've generated a little bit of a of a summary of what has been said so far. 
um, which we're pulling up now. So yep. this is how this how the, how summaries usually come up. Uh, you get this report, um, as you said, analytics of uh, the shadow. You got your shadow people. It's the title. Uh, Looking at the shadow people. Yep, and what, um, uh, communication with the shadow people. Sure, sure, We've sure. already cracked the nut, uh, the nut of looking at the shadow sure, people sure. with Amanita Biscaria. Okay. It's the communication sure. that has uh, proved difficult. Um, but so, uh, we've gotten, we've made great headway, and I'm sure the uh, reviewers um, sure that, will sure. appreciate that. So we have author, uh, we have Rowan Meadowlark at Al. Uh, submission timestamp, as you can see there, it is twenty two ten two thousand twenty two nine uh, seven seven twenty three p.m. Uh, a little bit over half an hour before we started this program. Number of reviews, you already have 40 reviewers just in a little over an hour ago, already have 40 people. And and in the past, from personal experience, it would take months for three reviewers to offer their Mm -hmm. input. Um, and in an hour and a half, we have we have 40, 40 reviewers. Um, mm-hmm. Tickled pink. I am absolutely tickled 40, pink 40 reviews. We have eight recommendations, though. Some people just left scores, right. eight recommendations. And currently, we are at a score of 13%. It's still early on. We can still give it a few right, days. This is a first draft um, as still well. At 13%. Um, which, to my mind, is is pretty good. That's, that's, that's fairly good. And I'm sure that most of these revisions will be... Um, you know, uh, probably formatting issues. Yeah, let, let, let's see. So let's let's go through them. Let's go through these these recommendations. All right, we have and you'll this, read them live. We on We have here. a gentleman right here. Um, this darling gone. Darling gone, and uh, and and they they their revision was a recommended level one revision, so a simple revision. Right. Okay. Um. So why don't you read that recommendation they have for us? Uh, what an unproductive article. What is the end goal here? Not a good look. So any any original thoughts? Any? It's a level one revision. Just a level one revision. Are you sure you don't have that backwards where level one is the highest severity no. and level? Because level one is 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 the easiest. All right, let's keep moving let's on. I mean, there's the there's one. you know there's always individuals who will naysay or um not see you know it's a niche field. I'm sure that um I'm sure that it's uh, um just someone who's not familiar with the work. Right. So this next one is by Carvey Yawn. Also requires a level one revision. So again, a simple revision. Um, there you can see them there with their smiling face. Uh, we we require people to submit their faces. So just for accountability, um, would you read that recommendation for us? Author sees a unique opportunity to fill psychiatrists' offices. Big pharma to sell long-term drug treatments, insurers not to pay compensation, everyone will be happy. Patients certainly not, but businesses... I don't think this individual read my work um, because if anything... If anything, communication with the shadow people and the hat man as a mm-hmm. specific entity will keep people from the psychiatrist's office. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, I... I, I so maybe there's a clarity yeah, issue, clarification yeah, issue. And you know what? That might that probably comes back to my um, communication skills because I'm not always the best writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm I'm sure that um, after this I can clarify some things perhaps in the DMs. So um, we have we have another one here. Um, let's see. Uh, by Frande Frande Conda Condi Frande Condi. Okay. And this is this is a bit a bit more. This is actually a level three revision. Level three revision. So they right. have a serious. They they're questioning your understanding of science in general. Well, I don't know how. I mean, you know, um, this person doesn't know me. I don't know them. I'm sure they have something construction to op- yeah. instructive to offer. Yeah. So let's let's. Why don't you read that for us? Um, these scientists, in quotes, who's paying them, want you to think your blood absorbs air. Kai, I'm starting to wonder. Um, you don't if, want to keep reading it? What about the people that can't see this? I think they should at least hear Oh, I'm sorry. That. There's more. Um, what kind of scientist doesn't know how bubbles work? Oh, there's more. Uh, there's a little more. That's what lungs do, eggheads. I think I'd know if I had blood in my lungs. Um. So, so I don't, it, I, it just calls the question, Ron, do you know how bubbles work? Yeah. I think I do. I think uh, you know, not um, okay. Maybe not on the um, like in terms of torsion fields and kinetics. I, it might be something you want to just update in your in your paper. All right, Kai, we are already. Um, you know yeah, what? Let's I, go to the I, next no, one. I know. I think we're done. We got I a think, few more. I think we're. I think we can. Um, no, have, oh, no. This next one's just a level one. Okay. I, I I don't I don't know if I'm okay. Okay. Let's just go. We're running low on the show. Um, from Fan Fang Young requires um, a level one revision. Okay. 
if this is real, it's demons, not aliens or ghosts. There's a very real supernatural battle going on behind the scenes for our souls. Jesus wins. We just have to make sure that we have a firm relationship with him. Now, this individual at least is getting to the heart of the question mm -hmm. of what this um, paper is trying to solve, uh -huh. which is who are the shadow people? Who is the hat man? And what do they want? Um, but this idea, this whole Jesus idea, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan of well, this person at least clearly read the work, sure. which I do appreciate. Um, go on to the next one. Um, all right. This, uh, one's, this uh, is the last one, Kai, the last one. There, there are two. There, no, no, the on. last one. I, we, I, I'm uh, this, I'm starting to wonder how useful of an exercise this was. Um, Gars Hawken. Gars, uh, Gars Hawken. Yes. Level three revision. Recommendations. None of these are valid reasons. I had to Google inflation. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 am done with this. I'm done. I'm done with we this. Rowan, we still have we still have uh, f uh, about four more. Okay. Um. Um. We have another. We have, uh, You know. You know. I'm not reading any of these. I'm not reading any of you these. You want me anymore. to read them? Okay. Uh, no, I don't want you to read. I want to move on. I want to move on, Kyle. But but the, the slides keep coming up. Okay. The so slides we have, keep coming. So we have another person with the exact same name, Garth Hawkins. This is also a required level one revision, and and they said this. Uh, you seem to understand the Mandela effect. So that's, I mean, that's a plus right there, Rowan. It seems like from your work, you understand the Mandela effect. Uh, there's so much propaganda. Uh, they say it's just a bad memory of people. The truth is that the past is changing. That's a big problem because if the past is changing, all data in our present time is also changing in seconds. So this actually calls into question just your data collection and how it might not be the same if the past keeps changing. If the past keeps changing, yeah. Just well, something to consider. Are we done here, Kai? Are we done here? No, let's move on to the next one. Okay. Um, Two, no, let's not move on. I mean, you're in control of the slides right now. Okay, next just, one. Okay. Okay, can you, uh, so we have from Cedar Ferd. Then this one, this one actually, this one passed. Oh, well. Our, so I don't know if you're interested maybe, in reading. Okay, okay, we can stop on this one. Okay. Why don't you go to, why don't you read that recommendation then? So many online traders. At first I was so... So confused on who to trust to manage my investment. I was looking for the best till I saw a comment about Miss Barky Oval. She helped a woman who made good profit in Forex trade. Um, Forex trading and cryptocurrency. No, 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 no. Um, are we done? Is there is there okay, more? So we have two more, two more. Oh, great. Next one. This next one is by Carlos Harless. Uh, this was actually unprecedented. They required a level eight revision. They don't think you have a grasp on reality. Is that even an option? Is there a slider that goes to level eight for this? Uh, yeah, for if you have enough peer, yeah, if you have enough peer points, then yes. Um, so why don't you read that recommendation for us? Do I have to? Yes. It's it's for the it's for the betterment of. It's funny that this is just an admission that this was just trained on ill-gotten data on a massive scale. LOL. It's gross AF, and you should all feel bad that so many people have been exploited this way. Can't wait for the author to be held accountable. I disagree. It calls in, it calls any the ethics of your. They how you the individuals data. that were a part of this study knew well ahead of time that there would be Benadryl involved. They knew very well how much Benadryl they would be dosed mm -hmm. for um, these attempts to communicate with individuals. They uh -huh. signed waivers, they'd had liver function tests, and some of them had to drop out because of the liver function tests, okay? I disagree with you, Carlos. I disagree with you quite heartily on this one. Um, is, there, is, there a way, is there a way to get reviews pulled off from the, from the, um, from the site? Is there a way I can report no, this? This it's fine. What are you talking about? This is this is. I feel like this is this is valuable. Um, I level eight. In fact, it goes straight up. We everybody sees it. Then you, they see your article and they see this uh, this review attached to it. And we do have one more. We do have one more. And this one also is also a pass. Uh, also the same name, Carlos. <laughs> I think, um, I think there's an, there's some there's some problems on with this app, uh, Kai. I'm starting to I'm no, starting actually, to think there might be some issues with bots. It's just some spam it's, issues. It's so surprising how some people trolls. people that all have the same names they they tend to like science equally. Um, so if you want to read this recommendation, this is actually a revision. They didn't recommend any revision, so this is also a plus on your side. Recommendations, not bad. Been busy getting things to make stuffed pepper suit and meeting my D and D group tonight. 
Um, well, there you go. That's Pirango. Those are what your peers think. So in the um, last hour, Rowan has received all those reviews. Um, and and um, I, w- I am planning on deleting my account and po- rescinding my paper um, so that there are no more, that no more come in. Um, this was... Um, this was a mistake. Um, we're really low on time, so let's just end with a poem real quick. Um, this is Love is Truth by Jebediah Bronte. No relation. The truth can only be what we make of it. I lie, yes, but do I lie? No. What I cannot lie about is my love for you, for your hair, your bosom, your rosy cheeks, your flowing poncho. No, I cannot lie about those, for love is truth, and my truth is Say it with me, my love. Eureka Cast Now is thoroughly vetted, fact-checked, and meditated upon through the support of the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Science beneath the Arts Campus on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. We are broadcast every Saturday evening, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on WLPN LP 105.5 FM Wampin Radio and simulcast live on twitch.tv slash awcyfm at that same time. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at eurekacast.org. And listen up, citizen scientists. Check us out. Leave us a react on the book. That's facebook.com slash EurekaCast. Share us on the gram. That's EurekaCast on Insta. Let's get ratioed over there on Twitter. EurekaCast over there as well. And you can always dropbox our email at awcyfm at gmail.com. That's awcyfm at gmail.com. Leave us your top kecks and share any epic gamer moments with us. And of course, if you leave us a hashtag EurekaCast anywhere on the internet, I'll be reading the top comments on the next episode. Episode. So let's talk about tonight's shout out, which goes to hashtag electricity wizard. Nice. And they said this hashtag Eureka cast Cheeto dust is fairy dust for the Cheeto monster. Finally, we got someone who has a uh, something interesting to share on Wonderful. the program. Uh, and if you again, if you leave any hashtag, I will read them regardless of the content. That's I, I I thought we talked about changing the um, how you explained that segment exactly. I, I thought you were changing um, what what exactly that meant by that. I had to be true to myself, really.